because it's not just the $100 photographer friend that you have that's going to give you a thousand photos, but they don't really get it. They don't know what you need. They don't know how to build that connection and they don't know how to really showcase what it is you love and do in a way that's going to actually connect with the people you want to have hire you. Should you be doing personal brand photography in your design business? And what the heck is it anyway? Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I am your host, the Grand High Poobah of all things Wingnut, Darla Powell, and I am joined by my ginger pumpkin for the entire month of October, Natalie Graff. Hey, Natalie, how the hell are you? I'm good, I'm good. We're busy, busy, busy. We are fresh off the tail of High Point Market. I know, it seems like we did so much to prep and get ready for it, and now it's done. Now it's over. Now it's in our rearview mirror, and that was so exciting. And thank you so much, everybody who came out and showed up for all of our talks and panels and... Hijinks. Yeah. And now are you ready for what's next, Arlen? <laughs> and whiskey and Debbie cakes. What is next, Natalie? Now that we're done with North Carolina, let's go local, Darla. You are speaking November 7th at Dakota, which is our fall market. They consider it for Miami, but it's really Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah, South, the whole South Florida area. And I don't know that I'm speaking so much as I'm. Oh, that's right. You're not. I think we're speaking. doing a live podcast from oh, there. Oh, darn. And that means I'm involved. That does Dang. mean you're involved. Yeah, this is a big we situation there. Oh, I was hoping it was a you. Ginger situation. pumpkin. No. Okay. There's no way out of this. In fact, we already sent them your headshots. So you're going to be all over this bad boy. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you guys are in the South Florida area and you guys want to head on over to Dakota, the fall market on November the 7th, hop on over to dcota.com slash event slash fall market 2019. And you can get all the deets there. I think they're going to throw them up there by the time this episode airs. Now, and I'm really looking forward to that. It's local. We don't have to get on an airplane. We don't have to get on an airplane, but... Uh, I hate I could, flying. I could complain about traffic. I do hate but flying. But I'll try not to complain Ooh, about traffic. Ooh, are we staying there? Are we staying there? Let's stay there overnight so we don't have to worry about traffic. We could, but it depends if I get the day off or if I just like flip-flop a day at work at my other job. Oh, at your firefighting yeah, gig? Yeah, my firefighting uh, gig. I see, I see. Natalie, today's been a crazy day. I know it has. You've been extremely preoccupied and I'm like, <laughs> hey, Darla, you know we have a podcast to record and you're like... Oh, a lot of drama. That's right. There's a lot of drama today, and I don't do drama so well. My previous career as a law enforcement officer and seeing people die right in front of me, I just really don't do petty drama. <laughs> so. It's never a life or death situation <laughs> in the interior design side or the social media side. Yeah, so, you exactly. Know. So, you know, I know, guys, guys, don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Just do the best you can by yourself. And seriously, because if you're worrying what someone else is doing, you're not being the best that you can be. And that's all I say about that situation. There you go. All right, Natalie and Graf, today's guest. Oh, yes. I'm very interested in today's guest and a podcast because I got lots of questions. Are you, aren't you interested in all the guests, Natalie? I am, but I got some really specific questions that I want to ask her because I don't understand the difference between one thing or the other. I don't want to give anything away yet. Don't you love all your children equally? No, <laughs> I don't. I have one child, so I have I love her just one way. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. So today's guest is Jamie Swanson. She's a personal brand photographer, and she actually has her own podcast. 
You told me that, but I still, I'm stuck on that personal brand photographer. It just until I get an answer, I, I can't focus. Okay. If you listen to our podcast, you probably have half a clue, but we know you don't listen to I podcasts. I don't listen to my or own. Or read books. No. <laughs> what do you do again? Wait. Okay. Her podcast is called the Personal Brand Journey Podcast. So you guys go over and check that out. But here, let me tell you a little bit more about her. So she, Jamie Swanson, is leading the charge for personal brand photography. What is that, you might ask? We're going to find out. When she's not working with entrepreneurs and influencers, she is using her podcast to teach her photography strategies to those who are looking to grow their brands and income. So I do have a lot of questions for her because there's two different kinds of photography that you need as an influencer, as an interior designer, aside from just shooting those beautiful rooms. And we're going to dive into that. And I have a lot of questions. Me too. All right, guys, help me in welcoming Jamie Swanson to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Jamie Swanson. Welcome to the podcast. How the hell are you? I am fan-freaking-tastic. Thank you. <laughs> oh, awesome. She's one of us. <laughs> she is. She is game. I know. Darla brought this topic to me and said, hey, we're going to have Jamie on the podcast. This is what we're going to talk about. And I'm like, what? So exactly what is brand photography? No, personal brand. Personal. Ph- excuse me. Let me rephrase that. Jesus, we're only two minutes into the interview, not even. But I knew what I wanted <laughs> in my head. I love it. So personal brand photography is really any imagery that you're going to be using to promote your business and your services online. So it's going to help you become known as a person. So it's not just like beautiful images, but hopefully they will be. But it's also going to help you connect with the people that you're trying to serve and have as clients in your business in a deeper way. Because, you know, it's with like all the thousands of people out there doing the same things, one of the best ways to stand out is to make a personal connection. And so personal brand photography is designed to specifically do that while, you know, highlighting the awesome stuff that you're working on. Our photographer approached us and said, hey, you guys need to think about a lifestyle photo shoot. Is that any way, anyhow, connected to a personal brand photography? Yeah, the style of personal brand photography is going to be a lot more like lifestyle photography. And lifestyle is kind of a loose term. It's kind of like documentary, but it's staged. (laughs) That's kind of what it means. And so, (laughs) well, I mean, really, you can take it a lot of different ways. But the goal is to really share your stories and who you are as a person. But the difference between just like lifestyle photography and personal brand photography is that if you just hire a typical lifestyle photographer, generally speaking, you're not going to get the commercial rights usage that you need. But also, and this is this is the big kicker, is that if they're just a standard, you know, lifestyle photographer who doesn't understand all of what you're doing online, you generally are going to get a lot tighter photos, meaning you're not going to have the space you need to put text on top or to use those images like as a banner on the top of your website, or they don't understand how the formatting of an image needs to be different for all the different uses that you do with these images that you're going to use online to promote your business. Does that make sense? So the images might be similar in style, but the way they actually shoot them and the planning that goes into that to really make sure they connect with your audience is a lot more intentional. Oh, wow. So it sounds like there's actually a lot of strategy involved in this, a lot of fleshing out for a shoot. It's not just, okay, now look lovingly off into the distance or <laughs> or hold this cocktail in your living room. Okay, so let's dig into that a little bit. So 
our, like Natalie said, our photographer did come to us and say, we need to do a lifestyle shoot for you so you can have social media content for days. How does the process work for a personal brand photography shoot? What is the, what does that look like from, what do we start off with? Yeah. Okay. So the first question I would ask you and that you should probably be thinking about is what do you want people to say about you when they tell their friends about you or about your podcast or about the things that you're teaching? Okay, and so I want you to answer this. Answer this. Oh, you want me to answer? Give an example. Sorry. (laughs) Here I'm podcast and like interviewing you on your podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that. I would like them to say, "Oh, she's funny. She's down to earth. She's likable and entertaining and smart." And I don't care. And Natalie doesn't. (laughs) Natalie really does not care. She's not just saying that. (laughs) Okay. So, and what do you have in common with your designers that they can really connect with you on on a personal level? I would say age. <laughs> I would say wow. Darla is age because she reinvented herself at 50. Well, some of them, I mean, well, that, some but, of them. but in general, no, in general. that, I mean, the, yeah, that is some of the wingnut brand. That's some of my target audience because I'm 51 and I did do a second career and reinvented myself. But are we talking for the wingnut social side or the interior design side? That will help me focus because I'm an interior designer. Whichever one you want. Okay, both. Let's do both. You're a podcaster and you're an interior designer. Okay. So when they say, you know, you've got to check out Darla. She's a podcaster. It's amazing. She's an interior designer. She is smart. She is funny. You know, all of these things. She's aged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Oh my gosh. I'm in a (laughs) doghouse. It's going to be a fun one, right? Oh yeah. A personal brand photographer, as opposed to a lifestyle photographer, will come in and help you identify all of these things And actually say, okay, if that's what you want people to say about you, and then that's the kind of connection you want to make with your audience. So let's say you want to work with people who are really redeveloping who they are in a second career, maybe after the kids are gone or whatever the story is, they're going to help you identify those stories that really illustrate that and connect with your audience on all those really things that seem random and not important, but that make people feel connected to you. Because really, when it comes down to who we choose to hire, it's going to be the people that we know, like, and trust. And if we can connect with them on a personal level, we're going to be more likely to to work with them. They're going to pick us above everybody else that they've never connected with because they'll have that no like and trust factor. So a personal brand photographer will sit down and say, okay, how do we illustrate that you are aged? <laughs> but, Listen, I'm not sure I like this anymore. Reinvented your life. <laughs> so let's talk, you know, like they would sit down and say, okay, what are the aspects of your life that look different than it once did? Maybe you're going to do I'm trying to think of a good one because this is a little harder because you're going to have a lot of one. You're going to have pictures of you anyways. It's not like you're going to make yourself look more aged, but you're not going to be like photoshopping yourself to look 20. You know, like you're just going to own Uh, who you are. (laughs) She's not. But, you know, so that might be one thing. And then maybe you're going to say, okay, well, I'm also an interior designer. So let's show a bunch of my interior design work or me doing the process with clients, whether it's sitting down and having a meeting, or it's me in the space, or it's me picking out the various pieces that are going to go into this or however you do your process. I'm sorry, I'm not an interior designer. So I'm totally (laughs) guessing here. So far, so good. Yeah, you're right on the money. Go ahead. And then you're going to say, okay, well, let's talk about your podcast. And so Maybe we're going to take some images of you with your headset on talking to the most beautiful, funny photographer guest you've ever had on 
the podcast. Oh, this is good. I like where this is going. <laughs> Me too. I love you right? already. Yep, yep, That's yep. so good. But you're gonna work through that and say, okay, well, what's maybe I can actually record an intro to a podcast or just pretend and be really, you know, make up a good blooper reel or something so that I can be doing the thing that I do and my photographer can be taking those images as we go and make sure we're getting all of that. I'm kind of leading this personal brand photography movement within the photography industry. And so I really teach people to focus on the stories. And so you'd pick like three to five stories. So interior design work, podcasting, maybe more like some of your hobbies are things that you really love to do now that you don't have kids around. I'm just making an assumption. Maybe you'd have kids around. But how your life is now, that's very different from somebody who's, you know, 22 and right out of college and trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. You take these series of images and if you plan it out well, you can end up with three months worth of images for your social media posting every single day from one single shoot. And so it's a time saver. Like if you're spending half an hour a day trying to figure out what you're going to take, getting the props together, making your hair look good, taking the probably like 200 photos of yourself, picking through it, putting the perfect filter on it, putting all the apps on it to make you look 22, you know, whatever. You know, if you spend a half an hour a day doing that and, you know, from the moment you try and come up with the idea through actually getting the photo, not even including whatever else. If you do that every single day, that's going to take 45 hours out of every single quarter. And so when you have, when your photographer says, let's do a lifestyle shoot, or you hire a personal brand photographer, they can come in and, you know, four to eight hours or whatever it is that you need and take those 90 images or more in a single quarter you know, and save you a ton of time. And so it's just a big time saver, but it also makes for a very beautiful, cohesive stream of images for Instagram because they're all professional quality. If you do five stories, then you just Mondays, you put about interior design and Tuesdays, you put about, you know, your current life after kids and Wednesdays, you talk about your podcast and you promote your recent podcast episode. And you can have like themes for every day of the week. And then you've got everything you need it's all planned out. It's super easy to implement. And it really reinforces those things that you want people to know about you and connect with you over. Does that make sense? It does. So let me try to make it in Natalie's sense so Natalie understands exactly what you're Natalie saying. Proof. Nat Natalie proof. Let's Natalie proof this. So you're telling me that we hire a personal brand photographer to come in and Darla, Darla is the brand of Darla Powell Interiors, but you would bring in all aspects of our life. Like we would have a koi pond, so there would need to be Darla and the koi pond. We have three dogs, Darla and the dogs. Well, I guess I would imagine I mean, it matter if it fit into the what I said I want to be known right, for. Right, but if if that is something that, that brings in the aspects of her life, I mean, I like to be on the boat. You're not going to follow me on the boat and take a picture. But how in-depth do you get? Like sometimes when we record a podcast, we might be in our PJs. Is, is <laughs> but that that's not, not like now, just saying. Well, yeah. I mean, is that something that, that needs to be out there? Or I know you said lifestyle is more of a stage shoot. Well, it's a planned shoot. So really, this not is a Not lifestyle decision. brand. Right. But it's similar. It's like lifestyle shooting, but it, it is more um, strategic so that you are... I mean, really, it comes down to you deciding what is it that your people are going to connect with you 
with on a in a real way. And the more uncommon that is. So I learned this term from Jason Gaynard. It's called an uncommon commonality. Let me give you an example. I love to roller ski. And most people have no idea what roller skiing is. It's literally cross-country skis on wheels, except for shorter. They don't have the little swoop at the front. And uh, you use your poles and a helmet and you do it on pavement. And uh, I love to cross-country ski, but you can't do it year-round. And so... I do this. I didn't even know it existed until last summer. And I got really excited because I was looking for some sort of exercise I could do that I didn't hate. So I got into roller skiing in the summer. And one day out on the trail, lo and behold, coming towards me was another woman on roller skis of all things. And I'm like, what? And we stop on the trail and we probably have a two or three minute conversation, which doesn't sound long, but like two to three minutes with a stranger about roller skiing and like, where you're from? Because I was thinking, man, if there's a local here that I can ski with, because it's kind of a touristy area where we live. And she's like, no, she's from the cities. And we talked about racing and skiing and like all these crazy things and then went on our way. But if this was just a woman running and I was running, we wouldn't have stopped and had that conversation. We wouldn't have connected on that deep level because it's not that uncommon that two people run. But the fact that we had this really dorky, unusual thing in common, that uncommon commonality of roller skiing, helped us feel like we understood each other in a way that other people didn't, right? And so when we can find those uncommon commonalities in your stories, so maybe it is showing you podcasting in your pajamas, But it's a choice, right? Because if your people are like, you know, I ain't putting on a bra for less than $2,000, you know, they're going to connect with you over that little thing. And even though, I mean, you don't have to, but if you know that that's something that your community and your audience has in common, and you can show that in a photo, uh, you know, when I put roller skiing photos up, lo and behold, all my roller skiing friends, which aren't very many, it's like two or three, they're like, oh my goodness, another roller skier. And we have a moment of connection, even though we've never chatted. And it's totally random. That's true. And we actually do that here. Like I have, I love little Debbie cakes and Natalie and I talk about whiskey. And um, one of our friends, she's a business coach for the interior design industry, Claire Jefford, one day she was shooting a video and it was so hot in her studio that she panned down and showed she wasn't wearing pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's so hilarious. That's like something I would do. And that was, it's just, you know, not wearing pants is an uncommon commonality, but totally I was, I was her fan from then. I really think that's a lot more common than we think. <laughs> if we're honest. Okay? Are you wearing pants? I am today. <laughs> we'll just leave that one there. We won't go to all the things I've done. But that is totally true. And that's part of what a personal brand photography can help you figure out. So you like whiskey. So I would totally encourage you to have some images of you guys drinking whiskey. And little Debbie cakes. <laughs> little, Absolutely. Like... One of you loving it, the other one like, mm, not so much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit about the strategy. So interior designers listening or home pros listening, they're very familiar with how important photography is for their interior design business. This that we're talking about now, the lifestyle, the personal brand photography mishmash here that we're talking about, they might not be so convinced or this might be new to them that it could be a necessary thing. See, if you're looking for a photographer and maybe you could only... 
afford one photographer to shoot your really gorgeous, super expensive interior design space, do you attempt to also say, hey, here's personal brand photography. Can you do this as well? Or is it much better to say, nope, you handle this gorgeous space I just designed and to hire someone like yourself or a personal brand photographer to do the other? So a personal brand photographer will also be able to take those images. They might not have as much training. So you might want to have one that has worked more with interiors specifically. And a lot of people are adding this on because it's such a growing need for online entrepreneurs and influencers. But a lot of times personal brand photographers will take images of products or environments or like they could do some of the interior design just to showcase it, but then also have some of you in that exact same setting doing, you know, moving the pieces around or, you know, whatever the story is so that it shows you as part of this, because it's not just about the photography, which obviously photography that captures your interest in a second. So it's really important to have good photography that people can connect with because otherwise you just scroll through, but it's also about creating a name for yourself and becoming known as the designer in your area, right? You want to be known as the home designer that does whatever your specialty is. And this can really help accelerate that in a big way because it's not just, you know, the $100 photographer friend that you have that's going to give you a thousand photos, but they don't really get it. They don't know what you need. They don't know how to build that connection and they don't know how to really showcase what it is you love and do in a way that's going to actually connect with the people you want to have hire you. So you spend all that money on your shiny new website, but how do you know it's getting the job done and attracting real life clients? Are your photos optimized? Are your backlinks bending over backward to work for you? Have you lost the keys to your keywords? If all of this is making your head spin, don't worry. Wingnut Social's SEO website audit will answer all these questions and more. In fact, here is what you get when you purchase. Two hours of consulting with an expert. A crawlability check for broken links. Site performance. Metadata checks. Metadata is what helps Google know where to rank your page. On-page SEO. Length, messaging, duplicate content, mobile audit headers. There's just so much to learn. Yeah, keywords and content suggestions. You'll get a list of keywords for you to target and content suggestions for targeting them. And of course, those backlink audits to make sure they're going to help you or hurt you. Are they helping or hurting you? You'll find out by going to wingnutsocial.com slash services and just check out the SEO website audit. It is a one-time fee and it's a tremendous value. Now back to the show. And so in your professional opinion, you would go ahead as a, if you were a new interior designer and you're thinking, man, where do I spend the money? Do I, do I make that investment? Hands down, you would make the investment. That's a hard decision because, I mean, I want to be straight up honest. I think there's a couple different levels of this. So there's kind of a starter package that people will offer that might be a one-time thing that doesn't have quite as much strategy built into it. It's going to get you the images you need, but it's not going to be the high touch, the you know, the high storyline, you know, all of it. Because just like with anything else, there are totally different levels of service for anything. It's going to be like the Toyota Corolla of photography, which is terrible, but it's going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. But then eventually when you start to grow more, because it's not going to make sense for you to invest a large percentage of the money you're making if you're not making much yet. You need to 
have some marketing budget and you need, you know, like, and I know this is part of it, but you may want to start with a starter package. And then when you are making more income and you really want to, you want to show the success that you've received, that's when you're going to want to look for one of the more expert personal brand photographers who you can build a relationship with and work with every single quarter ongoing. And those are going to cost you more because they're going to get to know your business. They're going to really get to know who you're trying to reach. They're going to be thinking about the strategy on a deeper level on an ongoing basis. You know, they might be there if you need something like, hey, I'm going to be installing this design and I really want to have photos of me there. You could call on them for something like that. You know, they're really going to kind of be like a part of your team. And so I don't know the design business to know well enough to whether I would say, yes, you should have that team member from the beginning. Like maybe it would be better to have your Facebook ad person or I don't, I don't know your tier here, but I absolutely think that having professional images that capture, if you're going to be on social media, which if they're listening to your podcast, they probably are, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. You're going to need to have images. You want to at least have a starter package with somebody. And then as soon as you can really afford it and see that paying off, then you would want to invest in somebody when it makes sense to have that team member and to have that steady stream of images all the time. Does that make sense? It does. And to answer Natalie's question about being a baby designer and investment, we have a friend of ours, a friend of the podcast and a a designer acquaintance, Laura Thurman, and I think it was last year, she did a personal brand shoot, a lifestyle shoot, if you will, and the pictures came out really gorgeous. And it was similar to what we're talking about. She's in her space. She's showing the things that she wants to be known for. And this all took place in her home. And it wasn't long after that, that she was featured on HGTV's magazine for a project because the pictures were professionally shot. She looked gorgeous. So that is an investment that I think really paid off (laughs) there, Natalie. And another question when it comes to the investment. So you did mention starter package as being like the Toyota of it. What the designers listening, what kind of investment range are they looking at? I know that an interior designer photographer can be upwards of $3,000 for a day shoot. You know, at the high end, are we looking at something like that? Or just do you have a range so they can start saving their pennies? So it's going to vary based on the market that you're in, in a big way. So if you live in rural Iowa, you're going to find somebody for a lot less than if you're in LA and you want an expert. And so I would say, and I, this is super gross generalizations. And I, for my photographers listening, I really, I can't answer that for them either. But like, I would say that the starter packages are probably, I mean, really, truly, you could find somebody to shoot for free, but you're not going to get the quality of images that HGTV is going to be excited about. Look for, exactly. Yeah. So I would say probably those starter packages for just a low level, not low quality, but low number of images that'll just get you started is probably going to be anywhere from 500 to 1000, maybe a little more in some of the more, um, you know, metro markets, maybe probably on the lower end for more rural markets. And then if you are going to work with somebody on an ongoing basis, for me, I have somebody I actually fly in from Washington, D.C. all the way to Minnesota because she's just that good. And it makes a difference to me. And I, you know, I'm paying five figures a year for her to do that, including travel expenses and everything. But you don't start there, you know, so it, it can be, you know, maybe you find somebody who can do that interior shoot and the personal brand stuff all within a day probably for a similar rate as what you would be paying now for somebody who really gets the interior design. But they would really need to understand that personal strategy aspect of it. Exactly. It's a connection thing. It's hard to really quantify the exact 
amount of extra money you're going to make from building that personal connection. But it absolutely, for me, I know it's been a huge difference. And I've seen it in my ad costs going down. I've seen it in my engagement going up on my social media posts where I'm actually using the images. It's just been worth every penny of it. So exactly how am I going to find a brand photographer? Yeah, exactly. Is there a list of some sort or is there like a the network? yellow pages? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> the yellow pages. How old are you? I'm yeah. not that old. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny, Darla. <laughs> oh, I hear you have to be at least 50 to 51 to even know what the yellow pages Bite are. Bite your tongue. I'm not even close. <laughs> That's like 10 more well, years. she's sassy. That's like 10 more years. <laughs> Oh, you ladies are just a hoot. Um, No. So number one, you can Google personal brand photography. That's the term that most people are using to promote this. We've been trying to kind of standardize it so people can find us. But then number two, if you're ready for a higher end photographer that you might even be willing to pay for travel, I have personally hand vetted several photographers that I would hire in a heartbeat personally. And you can find them at personalbrandphotographers.com. And that's plural. So and there, I've got photographer in Europe. I've got several around the US. It is a very curated list. So there are not a lot of people on there. But that's because, like I said, I've curated this down from over a 1000 people into like the best of the best. And so highly recommend checking out that list. Uh, this next question is for Ellen Danick, who's one of our listeners. Do you have any in Miami on that list? <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> she's, she's one of our listeners. And every time I, I take action on a guest recommendation. She says we should take a shot, play a drinking game. So <laughs> I love it. Check the list because um, I do have people in Florida and I want to say yes. But if not, there are um, definitely people who have gone through the training that I provide to them who would totally get this that are personal brand photographers in Florida. I love it. I'm totally going to do this. I really am. I'm not just saying that, Natalie. I'm going to do it. Woo! I'm scared. We need to do it. That's actually our <laughs> next step that we've, we've been talking about this forever, that we need to step that up. And to get three months worth of social media content, boom, it, this will be such a game changer. I know it with the social media content, because one of the biggest things for your social media marketing strategies is proficiency and consistency, right? Getting out there and posting every day. And that's part of it. And you have to have professional quality, attractive pics, or you're just going to be spinning your wheels. You're not going to get on the explore page. You're not going to get that traction. Everybody, it's the personality pics. Even the pictures I show on Darla Palantir's, that's a picture, a photo of myself or a photo of Natalie or a photo of me with a, a guest or a fellow designer. They get so much more reach and traction than even some of the design photos we do. So it's you're on a gold mine here. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, Jenna Kutcher, I don't know if you're familiar with her. I am. Mm-hmm. She um, posted, gosh, it had to have been over a year ago now. She did an experiment where she went from posting some photos of herself and some photos that were more the inside of her house or her desk or what, you know, like the lay flats without her in them, to posting photos of her every single day with her in them and it increased her reach and engage or was it the followers by like 35% or something by having her face in the image. So people connect with people and I know it's super scary, especially if our bodies don't look like they're 22 anymore, but your people will connect with that, you know, now and you're, if you're hiring, well, just saying, <laughs> if you're hiring a photographer who really knows their stuff, not only are they going to be able to help with the story, but they're going to know how to pose you to look your absolute best as well. Oh, there's hope for you, Darla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that one. <laughs> 
but you know, they're also going to know the body language. It's not just like making you look good. It's like, okay, what if you really want to have this super professional, super power type brand? Like if that's what you want to be associated with, the way that the images are going to be shot is going to be very different than if you want to be super approachable and authentic and like carefree, woo, you know, like whatever it is that you want to have as your brand, you need to have not just looking good, but you also need to like have somebody who gets body language. So there's a lot that goes into it, but it really will connect in a big way. I hope the designers that really hit home because I'm telling you one of the biggest pushbacks that we get over here at Wingnut Social is they don't want to show personal photos of themselves in the Instagram page. And a lot of the clients that come to us, we, we don't even know what they look like. We're like, who? where are you? Where are you in this feed? So I think that a lot of designers out there in the audience listening, their eyes just lit up like saucers saying, oh, maybe if they hear it from you, they'll believe it. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up honest. Like I am super torn. I never wanted to have a personal brand. I didn't want to be the face of my business. And I fought it for many years. I mean, I have six kids. And so part of me is like, I've had some creepers. I don't want people like knowing all this stuff about me. Like there's some legitimate reasons to not want to do this. But what happened was as my market became more and more flooded with people doing exactly what I was doing and doing it more online, the people who were succeeding were the people who built a name for themselves and had a personal brand. And I saw this. And when I started to really pursue putting myself out there and owning my weird quirks and all my little ridiculousness and being okay, you know, I've had six kids. My body is not ever going to look the same way that it, you know, it did. And just owning who I am people started connecting in a real way. And that's when my business just really started to take off. And so even though it, you know, it's not the kind of thing that you may want to do, it's absolutely going to be one of the most beneficial things you can do for your marketing, especially if you're going after higher end clients, they need to know they can trust you, they need to like you. And if if those things are in place, man, I know it sounds so simple and you've probably heard no like and trust over and over and over again, but really we will hire somebody that's a friend or that we feel really understands us above some random stranger. Like I love Apple. I love, I've got the iPhone, I've got the you know MacBook Pro, I got all the Apple stuff, but I will never connect with Apple as a company in the same way that I might connect with you, Darla. And so that's the goal of this is not just like, hiding behind our screens and letting our work show its stuff because your work, it might be gorgeous, but it's not going to make you stand out in the same way that putting your face in front and really connecting with your people in a real way will. Awesome. And I think that's a great note to end on on that topic. And I really hope that you guys listening that that was driven home into your little brains. And I start seeing all of your gorgeous faces on your Instagram feeds. But now I have to ask you if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. Bring it. <laughs> she's got Why six, are you laughing at me? She's got six kids. You're not going to scare her. Because I love, I love it. I love people's answers to bring it. Most <laughs> people are scared, but no, bring it. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Swanson, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? I would be a white pine tree. And the reason why is because this summer I have been like out in the woods in a huge way. I swear my woo is coming out. The land that I live in is like 
used to be volcanic and it's just rugged, super duper rugged. And the white pines were native to this land and they got logged big time, except in like the most rugged peaks and the places they literally couldn't get the equipment. So everything else is different now, but you find little patches of these in like the most beautiful places and they're huge. They've got like soft bristles and like, I just feel like they are part of the land. And I feel like this land that I'm in really reflects my soul. So I think I'm a white pine. That's awesome. It's woo-woo, but that's okay. I love it. That's a beautiful answer. If you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why? Oh, so this one is a cheater answer, but it would be the ability to pick whatever superpower I wanted in the moment. (laughs) Just one, because we got to rein it in. We can't just go all out, but that would probably be it. You're a very smart cookie. I actually skipped. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? I think it's going to be, she really lived. Ah, that's very nice. She really lived as a white pine. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't chop her down. (laughs) Yeah. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound impact on you, either personally or professionally. Oh, man. The best book I have ever read, I read this summer. It's called Reboot by Jerry Colonna. And it is all about radical self-inquiry and it's written for business owners and like CEOs and people who really want to grow their business in a big way. But it's not at all about like business as much as it is as it is about overcoming all of our personal junk that really holds us back from reaching the goals we want to reach. It lets you know you're not alone in all the struggles and all the identity issues and all the stuff. It's so good. I love it. Reboot by Jerry Colonna. I'm adding it to my Audible queue as we speak. Oh, do. It's beautiful. It's just gorgeous. I'm an addict. I'm an audiobook addict. (laughs) Me too. Jamie Swanson, please tell our listeners again where they can find you and look up all this awesome sauce information that you just doled out. I have a podcast called Personal Brand Journey, where I've literally just been going behind the scenes and switching from having uh, an online brand to being a personal brand and um, sharing how I've grown my online business. So that would be the first place. That's Personal Brand Journey. You can find it on all the different podcast platforms or go to personalbrandjourney.com and sign up to get email reminders. I am pretty sucky about using Instagram because it's just not my platform of love, but I do a lot of DMs and messaging. So if people have comments or things, you can DM me at Jamie M. Swanson on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook page, uh, which is Jamie M. Swanson. Again, going all in with this personal branding stuff (laughs) where I actually teach photographers. So if you've been working with a photographer or an interior design photographer that you really love and you want them to go through some of this training and really understand this personal brand photography piece, you might want to send them that way. Or if you're a photographer, you can check that out too. But that's more for that. But that's where you can find me. Terrific. Jamie, thank you again for joining us crazy ladies and us old ladies on the Wingnut Social podcast today. (laughs) We really appreciate your advice and tidbits. And I am going to look up for a personal brand photographer for my business, Natalie. I know you are. I I already knew that. I was was waiting for uh, Jamie, do you travel? (laughs) Yeah, Jamie, do you travel? (laughs) I don't. I actually push everyone to the list now because I just get so many requests. And I, I really want to build a movement and really help photographers who are struggling to find a way to do what they love. And this is growing and most people just don't even realize it's there. So I just, I feel like it's a mission. Awesome. Well, we're happy to help you get the word out. And thank you again for joining us. Well, thank you. Ginger Pumpkin. Yes, Jethro. Have you scheduled our personal brand? 
No, I have not gone she, on yeah. the website yet and went to uh, the nice little page she told us to go to that will be in the show notes if anybody has questions about that. And Ellen, I'm sure, is probably drunk as a skunk. Because Why does she get drunk every podcast, Natalie? She gets drunk every podcast. Who are these people you're hanging out with? Listen, you're the one that brought her to the podcast. She started. She is a friend of ours that started listening to the podcast, and she jokingly made the reference of every time Darla said she's going to go out and do what the guests suggest, we need to take a shot of whiskey. So Darla, I don't know how many times during this podcast said she was going to do that. So our poor friend Ellen is definitely under the table today, but in Darla's defense... I believe everything that Darla said that she is going to do today for her personal brand photography should be it. It is. Are right you on, on the you're money. on board with I'm this I'm on one. board. Okay. Um, I'm sold. I'm definitely on board. I think that everybody should consider it. I mean, the points that she made are gold. I mean, she said 45 hours a quarter. Who has 45 hours a quarter to go through their social media and to go through their pictures? No, they don't. And it's great to batch it. Like you said, you just do the different outfits. You get someone that knows how to do the angles and to offset them in such a way where you can put print or anything that you want to. And, and I didn't know that. I didn't either. The offset. I'll be, I'll be with the photography part. I didn't didn't realize that there were photographers who specialize in that. And that's super freaking important. And the point that she made about Jenna Kutcher putting her mug on there more often and getting more followers, that's absolutely freaking true. People want to see eyeball to eyeball. They want to see what you look like. And a lot of the designers in the audience are very shy to post pictures of themselves. But at least throw one in there every maybe six shots in your grid, every nine shots in your grid. So when someone's looking at your grid in and of itself, your picture's in the mix. Something in so doing a professional shot photo shoot with a personal brand photographer. Gosh, it's really a no brainer, Natalie. We have to schedule that. We're way overdue. Yeah. And absolutely. If you guys have any questions about this or anything that we can help you with, you know, send us an email info at wingnutsocial.com. Also, Jamie said she checks her DMs on Instagram. So between the two of us, I think we can cover your bases if you have any questions about photography and, and what's going on there. And also, Jamie Swanson, if you need some help with your Instagram, since you admitted here on the podcast. That on you a recording. The, on, and you called Darla old. So we've mm, got gotcha. you. I'm not sure how I feel about that. But, you know, it's I'll, hilarious. I transparent and authentic. I Listen, I'm 51. Is that old? It's not old. That's not all. It's not as old In as... In dog years, but no. What? Dog years, it's old. <laughs> 51 because 51 times 7. Okay. In dog years, mind. that's dead. Well, I'm just saying that's 350 years old. See, it's old. (laughs) It's Methuselah in dog years. (laughs) Anywho, if you guys need help with your social media marketing, Jamie Swanson. (laughs) <laughs> Go over to wingnutsocial.com slash services. Check out our awesome sauce services. Be sure to follow us on social at wingnutsocial on all the channels that exist in God's little universe. And that's it for this week, Nat. Got anything else? No, nope, so long. See ya. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. You don't let me have my computer. (laughs) That's because you sit there and play Candy Crush. That's my iPad. I offered her a a little Debbie cake and she (laughs) said no. No little Debbie cake. How could you say no to that? Because I don't like them. Yeah, Yeah, me neither, actually. (gasps) (gasps) I'm sorry, it's true. She's on my side. I am.
Are you awake? No, I am not. I'm struggling she today. She's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy, Mango.